When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guten Abend, bonsoir, buonasera, hola. Which one of those ones is the Spanish version? Because I don't even know. I say it, but I don't even know which country is which one. Is it? Which one is it? Hola? Hola, yeah. hola, como hola. 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 I think that's you could even. Yeah. Hola needs to turn into hola. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> my exactly. God, people. Welcome back to another episode, your favorite European show. Eurostars is in the building. I'm having Vimto. Life ain't yeah, as I'm, I'm as having Capri, right but there's no yeah, sunshine. Yeah, Capri, in, but get me. Yeah, it is what it is, bro. Tell me and you got to talk in a little while. You could, I could. We're gonna discuss it. I could yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. could be on. Man- you could be a red. <laughs> I, I could be. I could be. We will discuss that maybe. Of course, I've got Tyrone, I've got Michael, I've got Sani, I've got Bilal. We're gonna have the city fan in the resident city resident fan in the building very soon. He's a bit emotional right now, talking to his friends and his families, like half the half the Man City fan base, basically. You know what I mean? So he's gonna it's gonna be about 20 minutes, 15 minutes. We give him his space. Sam's gonna be in the building. We've got some of the usual faces. Yeah, it's a matter of just drinking up and Watching this machine in action, we're gonna get into it. But I come to you, Bilal man. How's your evening after that? And telling me about the European energy when I'm schooling you in the WhatsApp and telling you how the game's gonna go on a on a minute by minute basis, almost. How do you feel after that? You know what? Fair play. I'll start with that to you, Grizz. You know what? Fair play. <laughs> you called it. 
before the game, I was like, I can't decide. I even put a poll on the Twitter page. It's like, guys, help me out. I think everyone was voting for Real Madrid. I think that was uh, people living in hope that, you know, Man City maybe wouldn't do it. You know, people trying to hate on Man City. But yeah, man, honestly, Pep Guardiola, Man City, I think this might be arguably his best ever team. And it's mad to say. It's definitely, for me, his best ever Man City team, right? And then I look at, you know, going back in the day, how I was growing up watching Pep Guardiola, the guy make, made me dream about football, if that makes sense. I remember one the games between Barcelona and Arsenal, right? I'm an Arsenal fan. We're getting smoked, but I'm leaving the, the game and I'm just like, wow, I'm just amazed by the football of Barcelona. You know, just how they were so mesmerising. And Pep just keeps giving us this feeling time after time after time. So big up Man City, you know. I know people talk about 115 charges, blah, de, blah, de, blah. Okay, cool. But in terms of just the football that we see on the pitch, you can't just help but admire it. So, yeah, fair play to them. Now, that's a fair assessment. I'm not going to lie, um, especially coming from you. I thought you were going to be a bit more salty than that. But fair play to you. That was quite that was quite nice from you. But, uh, Sane, um, obviously, we're going to get into sort of one of the one of the legs of the treble will mean overcoming you in a final as well. But we'll forget that. This is this is Eurostars. We ain't got time for Man United. And they ain't got nothing to do with the Champions League right now. So it is what it is. But what what went through your... Well, what were your... I can't remember your predictions or or analysis, pre-game analysis, how this tie was going to go. Maybe not the game. How did you think this tie was going to go? Remind us all before I check the footage. Of course. So first leg, I thought City were going to win 2-1. Of course, they got a 1-1 draw. Today, my head said 3-1 City. My heart said 3-1 Madrid just because I couldn't stand the sight of seeing Man City in the final. But I thought Man City were going to make the final. I was very, very adamant they will. And they have done. And um, listen, the next couple of weeks, ties on the stream, so is Michael. It's going to be painful. It's going to be painful. I've just spoken to a, a few Man United fans and I said, you're the same Man United fans that wanted Arsenal not to win the league, to bottle it because you're sick of Arsenal fans or you're around Arsenal fans. But truth be told, June the 3rd, June the 10th, there's some huge games now because our greatest achievement is on the brink of getting emulated by our neighbours. So uh, in the words of Castillo, it is not looking good, Brev. It's not looking good, Brev. But for someone, but for someone who is looking good and will come to him, will duck Michael and Ty for just a couple of minutes because it's only fair. We welcome Sam, who's de- decided to wear the Man City top today as opposed to the Dortmund one. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, uh, I guess have to ask you, how are you feeling after that? Before we get into the game, how are you feeling, man? We we just basically, Ty told us that you're calling friends and family. And we were wondering, like, <laughs> would that mean more fans than in the stadium, than, than, than you know, in your phone book? But, but yeah, welcome to the stream, Sam. How are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, how am I feeling? Wow. Uh, it's hard to sum up, really. <laughs> shocked in some ways, I think. Um, I think a lot Are of you shocked? Um, I think it's just in the in the moment of how dominant it was, really, I think. Okay. There was obviously potential to show up and, and win tonight, and we put ourselves in a great position to to get through. Um, but, yeah, just seeing City beat Real Madrid 4-0 at home. Um, this, is, you know, this, is, this is new. We've, we've, City fans have seen... The full spectrum of of things over the years, and certainly since I've been supporting them, this is kind of like new new territory now. Um, being a team with that 
prestige at this stage of the competition. Um, it's the first time we've actually we've actually won with the with the fans inside the Etihad as well to get through to the final. Last time was behind closed doors against PSG. So mm. yeah, just a whole new uh, whole new experience. Whole, whole and, um, feeling and experience. And we're going to get onto that because I have non-stop debates with Man City fans who don't feel it. We don't feel the Champions League, and they say, "Yeah, whatever. If it comes, it comes." But yours, you're suggesting that is a whole new feeling. It's, and and we've won it. Uh, who else has won it here? Okay, United have won it. We'll tell you that when you win it, there's no other feeling quite like it. You've won trophies galore. When you win this Champions League, it's a whole. And Chelsea fans say the same. It's a whole different feeling. Do you think the like a lot of your fan base will? Have a change of opinion on the whole Champions League stuff. If you win I it, think, I, th- I think I think they will, but I don't think they'll change their opinion that much because I think a lot of it is just like a it's like a defensive thing for having not not win it. Do I agree. I mean? Yeah, I you know, the, pain, you know, the, the the pain and the failure in it, and ultimately and achieving in a, in a competition so far, that does take time to grow into as a club. I think on and off the pitch. Um, and I think a lot of City fans have, have said, you know, me included, that some years you'd, you'd rather win the league because that's what we've had success doing. That's week in, week out. But, yeah, so it is it is new territory in a lot of ways. So, yeah, in some ways you don't know how to feel until it until it happens, until you get it over mm, 100%. Um, and, yeah, I've, you know, I'm going to obviously enjoy this win now and then hopefully Sunday as well. We'll finish the job in the Premier League over the weekend. And then it's just two games yeah. away, then. Two games to focus on. It's... Come to you, Ty. Um, yeah, oh my god, it's ha- yeah. hand hand in head times or head in hand times, either way, depends on the size of your head, hands, really. Which one's bigger, blah, blah, blah. but but um, it's mad in it. Like watching them today, mm. it was utter, utter dominance. Dominant, do you know what? I, I obviously I work with Sam, I said to him today, I was like, Sam. You've got this. He was hate. He hates sitting next to me, Grizz, because I'm like, we're in the final. You've won it. Just like you know, I'm trying to, but I'm also trying to get myself mentally prepared so it doesn't feel as bad. You know what it's like. You know, we, we all do that as football fans. But I said, Sam, you you guys have got this. You've gone to you've gone to Real Madrid and got a draw. I thought they'll beat Real Madrid over the two legs anyway. But the fact that there are no away goals, it makes it simple as this: you've been at home. Your last loss was Brentford at home. Your last draw was Everton at home. You're 25 unbeaten in the Champions League at home. It's 90 minutes. Just simple message. Go and win this game of football. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. Just win this 90 minutes of football. And you're in the Champions League. And, and what City done so well, that what they also done at the Bernabeu, is the first 20 minutes at the Bernabeu was dominance. I don't care what anyone says. It was dominance. They was kind of unlucky to go 1-0 down, if we're totally honest. But today... The difference was they had their chances in the first 20 minutes, didn't take them, but they kept going, didn't allow Madrid to even sort of gather a bit of momentum and they just killed the game or sort of in the, in the first half. And you know when you're at home and it's in the first half and the way City play their football, if you then start opening up and trying to be expansive, City are then going to hit you anyway on the break because they've got Erling Haaland who would love to play on the shoulder and get through. So everything that City wanted to do, they done it. And Pep said it in his press conference, for once... I am not going to overthink. And that actually tells me a sign of Pep Guardiola knowing that in past, people have said, you've overthought this or you've changed this in the Champions League final. Against He's Chelsea. aware. He's he aware. Yeah, and it, it's kind of, it was with him, but you wouldn't really know it's with him until he said it. And I thought when he said that, he's just going to play the same team. He's going to say, boys, just go out and do what you've done all year. 
and win this game of football. And this team can't be stopped. And I agree with Bilal in terms of, I don't want to say yet it's the best team under Pep because obviously that Barcelona side was amazing, of course. And I feel like people forget how good it was because it feels like a decade ago. But this Man City team, I just feel like it's the best Man City team he's had under Pep, uh, they've had under Pep. I just feel like what it is with Man City now is that Pep had his style of play, Grizz, and it would win games sort of trying to dominate the ball. But now with the types of the kanji they've got there, John Stone slotting in, you've got your Bernardos, but then you've got your Grealish, you've got your Har- Harlands, De Bruyne is still there. They can win games in all different types of ways now. City done it their way today, which is how they want to win games. But we've seen over the season, you know, they've had to grind out some 1-0. They've had to be physical at times. And, you know, this team right now are just... Like, if they don't win it, when will they win it? You, you just... It has to happen this year. It has to happen. They've been the best team in Europe, back to front. And, and this is their opportunity. And you know what? I hate to say it, Grizz. But as a Man United fan, they deserve it. Like, I'm a football fan as well. Like, I don't want to just say, oh, you know, I'm Man City, this and that. No, they've been very good this year. At crunch time, they've, they've done it in the league. And now they do it in the Champions League. What more can we say? Michael, uh, Varun says, most dominant performance by a team during the course of 90 minutes since the 2011 Champions League final against quality sides coached by the same man, <sighs> Joseph Guardiola. Um, thoughts on today? Um, I predicted it last week. I said, I brought up the stats. I said, City haven't lost at home. People on Twitter told me it wasn't a fortress at the Etihad. I said, it is a fortress. They don't lose there anymore in big games. And Madrid, if they don't win that first leg at the Bernabeu, they're not going to be able to make it back up. The stats show that they've never done it before. And then, like the comment said, that was just pure dominance. From the first minute, you knew City were winning. Like, Real Madrid had no chance. And the one thing you notice, we all talk about Benzema, right? Cruz, Modric. We all talk about how they define, they define the expectations for, like, age. Not looking old, despite today, every each and every one of them looked their age. Modric looked like he was 40 years old today. Benzema, he looked washed. Cruz, he looked out of his depth, probably because he was playing the six when he's not really a six. That's more on Ancelotti, but they just looked old. That's That looked like an old, washed Real Madrid team when a lot of people considered them to, some considered them to be the favorite, some didn't, obviously. But if anyone could have beaten the City team, everyone thought it would be the Heritage team, Real Madrid. But honestly... I thought Bayern played better against Real Madrid uh, against Man City than Real Madrid Agreed. did. I've seen Premier League teams play better against Man City than Real Madrid did today. They look like a relegation team. That's what Man City made them look like today. And that's all credit to Pep. I think what the best Man City team, I think it is because it's the most balanced. It's not the most entertaining. Obviously, I think the Centurions team was more entertaining because they had the dynamic wingers. But this is the most this is a Champions League winning Man City team because they're Physical, they have like four center backs in the back. You just can't get past them. Kyle Walker was a lockdown defender today. Vinicius couldn't do anything. Ruben Diaz, he's the ultimate box defender. He's a warrior. Akanji, solid. Roji, they're just so physically balanced. And I tweeted this. I said, if they get over the hump this year, what's stopping them from doing like a 2P or 3P? Because the gap between them and the other teams in Europe has never been bigger before. They look head and shoulders above every team. Because Real Madrid, the... Uh, the team, they don't, they haven't bought that many in the summer. They only buy like one or two players in the summer. They can't make up the gap to Man City. Us in the Premier League, we look far below them. The Bundesliga, Bayern have their own mess. PSG are PSG. No one will ever trust them to compete for the, the Champions League anymore. So it just looks like a team that's ready to really monopolize Europe the way that they monopolize England. This is why Liverpool fans used to speak about us for a reason everyone should say oh whatever this is why we competed with these guys on a regular now you guys maybe will see or put some respect because we actually picked these 
motherfuckers to the title and won the Champions League in the same era and reached another Champions League and took them to the last eight twice. And Man City fans will tell you, Sam will tell you, they actually were the only team they worried about pretty much in Europe. Is that fair to say, Sam? I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say. I think the facts speak for themselves. Yeah, stylistically, definitely. Obviously, we you know came up against Liverpool every year, um, and there were always you know there was no real games like tonight where it was just completely one-sided. No chance. Yeah, very, both, very, both teams. Yeah, few, never really. Um, so, so yeah, Liverpool probably were that you know, as close as it as it got. Um, we had, we played we played maybe not this well we played as well last year in the Champions League against Real Madrid in the same tie didn't go, get what we deserved um, a lot more defensively solid like Grief was saying um, just out and out defenders but yeah in terms of in terms of being better than the rest of the year I think that is that will be the case for a few years because of the the Premier League dominance as well I think the, you know the Premier League is just a few teams that have slipped up and not played to their level this season but you know the way the gap is going across Europe and the way the, the way the money is moving just purely into the Premier League um, it's going to be a big opportunity for a few Premier League teams now to get to finals and to win over the next sort of five to ten years I think. Sonny you was nodding your head when Ty and Bill were saying it's the best Man City team What's your thoughts on that? You don't think it's the best Man City team, or are you not entertained? Is it the is it the entertainment factor, or actually you actually in terms of quality think that it's not the best team? No, I think I think people. I, this is my my opinion anyway because I saw the comment about how this was the most dominant performance since the twenty eleven UCL final. But people are very very quick to forget history. I mean, in the twenty thirteen season, for example, Bayern beat Barca four 0 in one leg and three 0 in one leg, and that was one of the best Barca sides of all time. So again. People do a lot of revisionism. Um, as for this, whether this side is the best Man City side of all time, it's definitely without question up there. But that 17-18 side back to front was unbelievable. I mean, if we look at their team, for example, Sane, Aguero, Sterling up top, De Bruyne, David Silva, Fernandinho in the middle. The balance was perfect in the centre-back position. They obviously had company who wasn't always fit, but Otamendi was insane with Stones. Walker one side, Delph, who kind of, you could say was a makeshift left-back, which Akanji was kind of doing this season, was a left-sided centre-back as well on Edison. I mean, I even posed this question to Sam a few weeks back when I said to him, who do you think was more dominant, 17-18 Centurions or this team? And I think Sam, who's probably best placed to answer this, being the City fan, I think he even said 17-18. But trophies are the biggest currency in football, right? I mean, if we look at, let's say, Pep Guardiola's Barca team, everyone talks about 10-11, but 10-11 didn't actually win the treble. The team that won the treble was the 0809 team so again it depends how you see it for me personally I think that 17-18 team was very very dominant but the way Man City are playing right now it's hard to argue against it but for me like I said 17-18 was a can I ask you something Sani if this 17-18 team plays this current Man City team you think the 17-18 team beats them for me personally I think they do I think they do beat them I uh, let's go around actually it's a good question actually because I <clears throat> I'll give my opinion on this Obviously, you're right. Sun is absolutely spot on. It's subjective. is how you see it. And I think how you sometimes see it obviously depends on the individual. You know, that's why I asked, are you not entertained? Because sometimes people look for entertainment, like Barcelona team, for example, compared to sort of some other teams that have dominated in the past, the Juve teams, the AC Milan teams, maybe more mechanical. You know, uh, the Man United team wasn't always amazing to watch under Fergie. 
definitely the Chelsea for that, that Chelsea first dominant team he had with with uh, Joe Cole and Duff and Robin on the wings was magnificent to watch. But then the the, the second team that he created was an absolute machine with the uh, SCN and Cole in there, drug by SCN Cole. It was an absolute winning machine. So I guess you, it's up to you how you view it, what you enjoy. The defining factor for me in this team is what, what Ty said in terms of he has so many weapons in his armory to play any style he wants. If you want to play Tikka Taka with him, he can bring in the likes of Gundogan, Bernardo Silva and play Mares. He'll play, he'll play you off the pitch. But what this, what this team has developed, in my opinion, is the off-the-ball, tr- indestructible transition defence it's off. It's you. You cannot penetrate this team now, off the ball in transition. It took them about five, six months, of course, because they brought in a total different, revolutionary type striker, completely different from what they were used to, and to evolve that in the season. This is why. This is why I think this is the greatest season for them, especially if they do add the Champions League to it because they've evolved stylistically during the season, pretty much. And everyone thought pre-Christmas, ah, oh, it's not that city. Haaland's making them worse or whatever. Stylistically, they're not functioning. But to, to, to coach them through that and to, to, to get this to this level, I think, I think they're the most physically dominating team in Europe. Hmm. There's no doubt about it. There's five, six-foot-plus monsters in that team. If you get past them, then you've got the tenacity and the non-stop effort. Because we saw Bernardo Silva, who's been under criticism. We saw Bernardo Silva and Jack Grealish put in defensive masterclass off the ball. Not only on the ball were they magnificent, off the ball. For me, in terms of a complete footballing unit, this is the one. Yes, that Man City team would play you off the park. That Man City team was comparable to his Barca teams. This is something for me, again, just my opinion... I don't think you can compare it to any of his teams at any of his clubs because he's developed or evolved a new playing style. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with that 100%. I think this Man City team, this current moment, since the turn of the year, we've seen how they've developed. The way they're even building up from the back, everything is just literally, for me, perfect, right? And it's hard to come across perfection in football. When we talk about the best ever Pep Guardiola teams, the thing is, with the Barcelona teams they will always have the edge on paper just because of Messi. Like this guy. is the Yeah, exactly. But you take out the Messi factor and you look at the pure coaching job that Guardiola has done with this Man City team. And I think it's his best ever job. Out of all of it, I think this is the most impressive thing he's done in terms of how he has built and shaped this Man City team from a team that was struggling to function, a team, and we say struggling to function, we mean by their standards, because we know how good they could be and we're seeing it now, you know. I think this is so impressive by Pep Guardiola and we need to give him the credit, of course, if he beats Inter, beats Man United and, of course, the Premier League is pretty much done now. So, if he gets his treble with the job he's done mid-season, the Cancelo transfer yeah. to Bayern... There is a caveat. Sort of I agree. Stuff. There is a caveat. He has to finish job. Yeah, you've got to finish the job, 100%. If you don't finish the job, then at the end of the day, we, we're maybe talking too early. But we're so close to the end of the season at this point. We've seen so much evidence from this Man City team. They just need to close out the job. It should be simple from here. But of course, it's football. Anything can happen. We've seen crazier things before in the past. 
But yeah, this Man City team are so, so good. And I'm just so impressed with the way they were playing, the way they were counter-pressing, the way they were winning the ball back today was unbelievable. The Real Madrid players, I know we're saying Cruz, Modric, all of these guys that haven't got the legs, but the determination from the Man City players was just top-notch. And to bring on the likes of Foden, Mahrez and Alvarez later on as well, it's just scary. It's just scary what the, the riches they have at the same time as this, you know, Fully, fully developed team now. I think they're perfect in all aspects, defensively, in midfield, in attack. Second half, they can just sit back. You know, if, for, for example, even a slight criticism of the game, Pop Guardiola could have been, maybe should have took off De Bruyne a little bit more early because he did look a little bit leggy after like the 65th minute. Maybe bring in a Foden then. Imagine maybe they could have scored four, five, six early on. You know, it could have been even more embarrassing. So if it wasn't yeah. for, if it wasn't for Courtois making elite world-class saves that we can mm-hmm. talk about for years maybe that could have been six seven people that could have been six have been. seven uh, uh of course an excited uh city fan in the building mfc mcfc solos in the super chat he says f history f heritage we are inevitable four nil against the biggest club in the world question mark we are creating history you live in the past all you want one at a time it's going to be history of course it is sam um the league's wrapped up for sure. The FA Cup's wrapped up. For sure. Excuse me? No. <laughs> for <laughs> sure. Unless they give Man United no, 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 outside no, no, goals again. You never know. No, no, we don't know. Man United beat them already this season, man. 2-1. Yeah. Look, offside look, goals, but it could happen again. Shit can happen. Shit can happen. <laughs> but, but this is Eurostar, so we've got to talk about the European aspect. And we, are not, we know you face Inter Milan, who I, I knew were going to bulldoze, do the same job on, on what you're going to do on Madrid. And it, so it panned out. No shocks, basically, in either game or in either leg. Inter Milan standing your way. Please tell me you are very, very confident. <laughs> oh, that, laugh confident yeah. that laugh tells no, me you're not. Ty, you've got to <laughs> get hold of him, man. you got to get hold of him and work again, man. I know. He just coming. beat Madrid 4-0 and he's... And he's, <laughs> and he's worried about... Eddie Zeko and... and yeah, and Dumfries. Oh. <laughs> Damian, <laughs> yeah. no, I think uh, I think tonight felt so big because it did kind of feel like the final in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, we are we are better than this Inter team. As 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 time goes on, it gets closer to the final. I will feel less and less confident, and that's normal. Yes, <laughs> after the day before the final, I'd probably try and tell Ty it's a fifty-fifty and have a go at me in the office. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it is one like. Here's one of those. We are we are we are better than Inter, you know. This, and you know it's not comparable. But we've also been better than Spurs and Leon and Monaco and all the other teams we've messed up against. But hopefully this is different for all the reasons that we've we've just said and and, and gone over. Um, I suppose I suppose out of the two teams that could have been playing us in the final, Inter are the harder of the two. I think Agreed. in terms of just more more weapons. I think. Um, you know, a few more goals, a bit more threat up top. Um, but yeah, we should we should be able to pin them back and, and apply the same pressure. I think what yeah, the one thing that Inter haven't really got, though they have it down the sides, they haven't got a lot of pace through the middle, especially yeah. if they go with Jekyll and Martinez. And if you know if we can suffocate them like we did with Madrid tonight, you know, even with their they like they, they like to be solid five at the back etc. Very probably typical Italian kind of approach that we're going to get in the final. But yeah, um, I think we'll have too much. I hope we have too much. 
um, I can say this now, now we're how many, however many weeks away, um, after the night before, and a bit different answer. Yeah, I'm going to ask you the night before. Griggs, uh, very briefly, because there's not much to touch upon in that semi-final. It was a drab, typical, oh man, dare I say Italian affair, all Italian affair. We kind of knew the outcome. Milan started off a bit of passion, a bit of fire, first opening 10 minutes. Um, who's that young guy? Diaz, who should have yeah. scored maybe that with side point. as well when he was a youngster, yeah. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. And Tonali... Tonali looked look lively in the first couple of 10, 15 minutes into just, I don't know, how, how did you see it? Did you think there was any chance for for, for, Inter, for AC Milan to come back? I, I gave him the first 20 minutes because, you know, see how they would do it. And then once Brahim Diaz missed that sitter, because that was a sitter for me, like the whole goal was open, you just got to smash it. This new football, I just players keep like toe-tapping it to like the goalkeeper instead of just smashing the ball into the net. It's very frustrating. But once that didn't go in... It's the FIFA generation, man. He's yeah, trying to do that side finish. Like you yeah, you just smash the ball, bro. The whole goal is wide open. I'll go see about not to be afraid to hold on to it. But now, once the first 20 minutes passed, it was over for me. Inter, they were just too dominant. AC Milan, that might be the worst semifinal team we've ever seen in Champions League. That's a weak team. Anybody Anybody got any other shouts for that? Because that's a shout for me. Schalke for me, under Ragnik. Schalke under Ragnik might yeah, be the Yeah, we've only done other them. One. <laughs> and we smashed them in the semifinal. That might be the anyone, only other team that's as bad as them. I'm thinking in recent times, anyone else got any shouts for the worst semifinal? Uh, did Villarreal make the semifinal? Yeah, that, yeah, Villarreal was was all right, man. that Villarreal team was better. all right. Yo, man, just because we smashed them. They had Una Emery, so I respect Una Emery way more than I respect Pioli. No disrespect to Pioli, but Una Emery in the European, mm. you like you yeah. give him a chance. And they and they showed up too. They they tied the, they tied the leg for like the first half when they came back. And then obviously that Villarreal team 100% beats this Milan. Team. Yeah, this Milan team is just poor, man. That They, they just didn't want to fight anything. It's a derby too. They just look, they just like to fight. But now, in terms of Inter, like looking forward to the final and everything, I think Inter will probably be a little tougher than maybe the Madrid team that they face because I think Inter haven't conceded a goal, by the way, in the knockout stages. They've conceded zero goals in the knockout stages so far, which is so... They have that kind of confidence going in for them. Obviously, they haven't reversed an attack like Man City. Nowhere near that caliber, but they'll have that confidence in them. Milan's been very good. They ha they're in good form as well. They've won like eight on the bounce in all competitions. So that's a lot in terms of like... Maybe Man City could be like a little less scared because they have they're playing a team in really good form, but... If Man City score that first goal, it's over. It's that's all they have to do. That first goal goes in because, like Sam mentioned, they have no pace. They have no counterattack threat. Dumfries and maybe Demarco down the flanks might be the only one. But Eden Dzeko, great player, but he's not the best player to play against Man City. Lukaku isn't the fastest anymore either. He's lost a little bit, a little bit of pace as the years have come by. Lautaro Martinez, I don't trust that guy as much as he's been good. I still, I still think that he's he isn't him in a sense. And that midfield, if they play like a Mkhitaryan, Chahonoglu, like pivot with like a Barella, that's going to get slaughtered. So maybe Brozovic comes in, but it just looks like a Man City, probably like a 2-3 nil in a sense. That's what it's looking like right Sonny, now. Sonny, the game did not match the atmosphere, Pixelate Pigeon says. It was a sensational atmosphere. Both legs, mm. both legs. It, the atmosphere reminded me of the good old days of the mm. and Siri on the whole. I love the way they celebrate goals as well, like when the time comes on the thing. That is Serie A heritage. We're talking about yeah. today the ex-Real Madrid heritage because Man City busted that today. But we talk about Serie A heritage. Sonny, the, the atmosphere and everything was magnificent, but that game was poor and AC were 
far poorer than Inter in the end, mm. basically. Yeah, no, one million percent. And just, you know, quickly touching upon the atmosphere, I was lucky enough to attend the Milan derby about three years ago, just before COVID started. I'm not saying on the reason it happened, COVID, but um, I do <laughs> implore everyone on the stream, everyone that's, um, that, everyone that's tuning into the live stream as well, if you ever get a chance to watch a Milan derby, Please do it at the San Siro. It's an absolute spectacle. Isn't the stadium coming down? There's big it's news of the stadium going down but mm. for the Winter Olympics. But again, that's still up in arms because, again, it's about where can the teams go and play in the meantime. But like I said, amazing atmosphere. Please do, if you have a chance, go to the Milan Derby. It's an amazing spectacle. But you're right, the game the game was poor. But I think the game was sewn up in the first leg, if we are truthful. I mean, Inter were 2-0 up. They should have been maybe up a few more goals as well. AC, if it's Liao or Bust, really, for them, they yeah. were really, really poor. And as we saw in the second leg, obviously, I mean, in the first leg, without Liao, they were non-existent. And uh, obviously, it's good to see the Milan club, especially AC, back in the uh, you know upper echelons of European football. I mean, I know for a lot of us growing up, we saw the likes of the Maldini 05 team. I mean, I know Grizz remembers Istanbul very, very vividly. You know, we'll get on to Istanbul later and how Inter Milan are in the final. So there's a little bit of romance going, you know, along that way with the Bosphorus. I'm pretty sure Sam's going to be interested riding on that sea from the European to Asia side. But listen... It was a poor game, but Italian football hopefully is coming back to where it used to be because there were some great sides back in the uh, back in the day. So let's see what happens with uh, Syria. A uh, bit of breaking news about the Carlo Ancelotti. I don't know if anyone's seen it. I don't want. I don't want anyone to start looking now. Do we? Do we think he stays or go without looking? Without looking, Bilal, you're, you're typing away. Do you think? Do you think the breaking news is he's staying or he's going? I think he goes. He'll want to stay, but I don't know if they'll keep him. I'm going to need a sitting on the fence answer. Unless you've Googled it, I want to answer. Sam, what's the breaking news? Does he stay or go? <laughs> breaking news is that he will stay. I'm just going to go. Off Michael? I'm going to say because I saw about 40 minutes ago that he's staying. So I'm going to uh, sit with that. Yeah. I would have said I would have said gone if I didn't know. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if he This is breaking though. news. I wouldn't be surprised if he just I, I've got Real Madrid fans DM me saying Florentino Perez out. So at this point... Ancelotti might be staying from what I'm seeing. But yeah. Sonny, uh, staying or going? I think he goes. Breaking news, people, is he's staying. He's come wow. out and said, wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah. he's just come out and said, mm. I'm going to be here. I'm going to come back stronger. We are here to win another Champions League. We're going to come back. I think this is at the, des- at the you know, some people thought, yeah, this is going to be the end of Ancelotti's time and this and that. And it's time to step down. Well, he's looking like he's fighting back. I don't know. Initial thoughts on that news. The guy. thing is, the thing is, right, even if they sack Ancelotti, who do they even get? This is the the problem right now. There's not manager. Nagelsmann is the only one who maybe comes to Risky. mind. Conte. Xabi Alonso, mm. maybe. Xabi Alonso early, staying at Leverkusen. Yeah. Too early for Alonso. Yeah. He's who is it? You're right. Who is People it? People said it was early about Zidane, though. Zidane was only really coaching the reserves. He was only an assistant to Ancelotti as well. No one thought Zidane would do the job. that He'd come in halfway through that season as well because Benitez got sacked, if we do remember. They were 3 0 down to Wolfsburg in the Champions League. Uh, sorry, 2 0 down in the second leg. They had a 3 3 3 0 game where Ronaldo got a hat trick. So you never know. You never know, Grizz. Mm, it's an interesting one, but Carlos sta- stays. Jibo um, uh, Football sends in a super chat. He says, Build up Lukaku. He went through a lot this season abuse, injuries, doubts. The mm. redemption story will be complete June the 10th. <laughs> Interistas believe. Uh, Ty, Ty, this is it, right? I mean, this redemption stories. I know you got vested interest 100% because you got not only. Lukaku, you got Damian and Mikatarian, Freeman, you know, mm. players. 
Have that Mourinho got, kind of destroyed, to be honest. But have, yeah, Inter, have Inter got something cooking for you? Have, you um, got, have, have they got something for you? If if I had if I had a preference straight away, I wanted Inter to be playing City because I think they are like some yeah, yeah. of the two. Uh, um, Inter have to score first. I think if Inter score first and with the back five, they just need to frustrate City and just hope that City have a day where they're missing the target. And Onana's just having a great day in goal because I do think that in, uh, Inter are going to be dominated and pegged back, um, in pe- pen back, pin back, should I say? Sorry. Um, I just look at I look at that in a team, and I'm just like, where can I see them really getting at Man City apart from maybe a set piece from a free kick or a corner? I don't see them hurting Man City in transition. I just don't think they obviously have the pace to get in behind. I just think Man City will recycle the ball very quickly when Inter do win the ball back. Um, if anything, I think the best thing for Inter would actually be getting it to the 60th minute at nil-nil and actually bringing on Romelu Lukaku, if I'm totally honest, a bit like the Super Chat says. I just feel like stylistically, it's like a boxing. I love boxing. Styles make fights, of course. Mm. And I just feel like at least if the ball does go in behind or, you know, there is a transition and it's a three on two. If he does get sit through, I'm not thinking in my head, OK, Ruben Diaz is just going to shove him off the ball. No, like Lukaku could actually like, hold him off and get a shot on goal or something like that. But um, for me, I think we're all just living in a bit of hope. But, you mm. know, these Italian teams, they do defend robustly. And and I, and I do think that, you know, Inter won't come there and just want to concede in the first 10 minutes. And in a final, neutral ground, Inter haven't been there since 2010 when they won with Diego Milito and players like that at the Bernabeu. And I remember that when I was at uni. But, you know, when, when you go into them cup finals, you just got to say to yourself, right, they're the better team. But if we get through that 20, 30 minutes atmosphere kind of goes out the window your belief then kicks in and it's kind of like right this is just like a 90 minute game and anything can happen like like someone said earlier we've seen stranger things happen in football and i'd love a stranger story again but um i do think stylistically inter can cause them trouble if they just defend robustly damian and um not damian sorry dumfries and demarco can come sit sit back quite tight because one thing i did notice yesterday actually actually tactically is damian and Dumfries, they kind of doubled up on Liao and like they didn't focus on going forward. I know they're tuning up, but they didn't really focus on going forward, which obviously is what Dumfries wants to do. They might have to adopt the same sort of tactic and say, right, Jack Grealish, let's not get uh, Dumfries on a, an early yellow card. Darman and him sort of double up. And I just think they've got a frustrate city. And, you know, anything can happen. And we're, we're all forgetting as well. All it takes is one penalty, one red card, one VAR decision just to turn a game on its on its on its edge. So Do you know yeah. what you you know what you're right. You know when you talk about Star Wars make fights and games obviously as well. Mm. And this is a test we're going back to the Sani and you discussing the best team ever debate. And I think this is a massive test for Pep Guardiola. And I don't mean that in the terms of the quality of Inter, in terms of Inter are not the best team around, right? But in terms of adapting his style if Pep Guardiola plays Haaland the way he's played Haaland against today, as a, as a Haaland is their main weapon in terms of bullying and the way he's going to play against bully, bully uh, centre-backs, I think that plays into Inter Milan's hands this, this time round. Because if anything else, sorry, if nothing else, their centre-backs, a Serbi, rugged defender, Bastoni, rugged defender, they, that's the only way they can frustrate them. But this is where I think Pep's going to show his genius side. And I guess, Sam, I'll come to you first on this. He's going to show, have to show, and, and, I, and I believe he will show, 
He's going to show something. He's going to have to show something different tactically. Like Ty's right. Styles makes like games and fights. Inter Milan, completely opposite of Real Madrid. Don't want the ball. Not interested in the ball. Want you to go wide and put those crosses in. And if you start spamming crosses against this Inter Milan team, I don't think you'll be successful. But I also think Pep's a genius to adapt accordingly and he'll probably bring in a Mares Bernardo. It'll probably change something up. Don't know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, he might bring a, a maybe Mares in, in for Bernardo Silva. Though Bernardo Silva played so well tonight. It's like <laughs> you can really drop him for the final after that performance. But um, yeah, I think actually this, this game's probably more kind of it's tactically intriguing for me ty's got yeah. me thinking now yeah it is in terms of in terms of a a team that does have quality that does play a lot more uh pragmatic counter-attacking but at the same time this is into a more like the kind of team that city play against on a week by week basis a lot of teams switch up and go five and back and sit deep against us in the in the premier league it's you know the games against your Real Madrid's and your Liverpool's and and your Arsenal's that have been a um, a bit different that we've also done well in the season because of the the more of a threat in transition. So this is kind of more of our bread and butter, really playing teams that will sit deep, try and frustrate counter attack, play for a, a one nil sort of set pieces in in that sense. But it's a team that are doing it with a lot more uh, quality sort of throughout their team. Um, so that does add a different kind of dimension to it I guess but um yeah I'm looking at I'm looking at just an example I, I do think obviously you do beat into Sam but I'm just thinking like when you even play Brentford at home obviously they beat you earlier yeah, in the season yeah. Brentford play back they played that that mm-hmm. specific game obviously they played like Rico Henry and Aaron Hickey on the like as wing backs they played a back five they frustrated City but they also I get it they had Tony and Buemo which is a bit different in terms of the pace element transition they had quite a lot of um chances on the break but I'm kind of thinking they might try and set up a bit similar to how Brentford did. And, and they had I their think spot, I think you're spot, spot on. on yeah. Yeah, spot I on. think you're spot on. Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no. Ty literally read my mind. That's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking Brentford enters like a better version of Brentford yeah. in terms of the quality of the players. Inzaghi, one thing he does that Pep doesn't do is utilise the subs. I think Inzaghi's really getting used to using the five subs very, very well. Uh, he knows when to bring on the players. The wing-backs especially, he likes rotating them because that brings extra legs into the team. Lukaku coming on when the game's a bit more open, a bit more free. I think that's really helped him come on and just have these really good 30-minute spells. Not 90 minutes where you've got to maybe think about, oh, I'm going to play 90 minutes. No, 30 minutes, give us what you've got. Give us good touches, set up a, a goal, have a few shots on goal. You know, just be a nuisance. I think Lukaku's really enjoying that role. And I even heard it in his interview on CBS the other night as well. So... I think, to be honest, I look at this Inter team, it's not, they're not... Like, calm, don't get carried away now. Yeah, bro. yeah. He's not, this is what he's you're going to start saying. He's yeah. about to say yeah. I know, I about listen, to say, you know what? My... <laughs> it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be beyond the realms of possibility that they could somehow win the game, just because of the way they're set up. And we've seen Man City in the past struggle to teams that, who are set up like Inter, even the likes of Tottenham. How many times have Tottenham done Man City over because of the way they're set up? If Inter can do something similar and Lautaro is on form, you never know. But this Man City team, the difference it is and the difference why we all, I guess, think here Man City are going to win the Champions League is because of how they've developed as a team over the last few months, how strong they've been in defending transitions, how physical they are as well. I think that's the main thing, how physical this team is. It's not your Cancelos, your Zinchenkos. These are 
real strong defenders, real men in the team. And that's why, even if Inter tries to mix it up, try to go physical to Lukaku, Dzeko, DeMarco tries to... But yeah, exactly. Carl Walker, do you think he's going to be scared of DeMarco just coming up? He's going to think that's light work. Because you're right, you're right. Because Inter would 100% in a normal... No, you know what I mean when I say normal city team or city teams of the past with a Zinchenko and 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 Zinchenko and Cancelo, yeah, Silva, Mares. Yeah, you're talking about the, you're, I'm talking about just five foot nine, four five of them there. They've, mm. they've got none of that left. You're talking four centre backs, six foot plus. Then you have got Rodri in front. I think KDB six foot plus, and then you got yeah. Haaland. I've just named you seven six foot plus monsters. Shanoglu, how do you say his name, Michael? Shanoglu. Shanoglu. Yeah, yeah. You know him. So, like, normally they'd rely on his set pieces to do cause issues. Yeah. You ain't causing issues to that 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 defense. I told you. In, in years gone by, you might be playing for that. And we know Inter Milan would hundred percent play for that. I don't see any other way, Griggs, of penetrating this Man City team. Or or is there a way? Or is he gonna have to think of? Because Inzaghi has tried to open up stylistically. But now it seems he's reverted back to the inter style. How does he? How does he? Because he has to. He has to cause them problems. Not only defend. Or, or are we talking old, old Catenacci style and play for penalties? That's one way. I mean, I'll yeah. probably I'd back on nine and penalty shootout rather than Edison. And speaking of Edison today, like the Real Madrid's best chances came from long shots. That was like the two chances that they had. Yeah, and if I'm Inter, Chalnoglu is one of the best ball strikers in Europe. He he has a good good shot on him. I'm striking that ball. Try and score a long shot. Rozovic has a decent shot on him. Nico Barella has a decent strike on him. Test Ederson early, see how he is because Ederson, so far he's been really good in the Champions League. He's hit, he's had some good saves, but that guy has a mistake in him. And Inter, they might be in luck, and he has that mistake in him in the UCL final. So I'm testing him early. Try a couple long shots because they have the players to do that. Maybe that could get into his head, and maybe that could lead to something else. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Basically, because I think we're looking for something. Luck, it's luck. Yeah, they something different happened. Like football has to show its outside. For Man City, though, like I think Pep, like we talk about some of the changes. I'm going. Pep should play with his most direct players. I think that's what he should do. I'm bringing Foden. I'm talking about Alvarez. Make because we talk about interphysical, right? Jack Grealish, great player, but I don't think he's meant for games like this. Like, he's going to slow the attack down. I think that will play into Inter's hands. Oh, I'm playing Foden. Sam's going to want to come back. I think Foden and Alvarez, they can cause problems for those Inter defenders because they're also not the quickest. Trying to deal with Foden moving around the pitch because he's not not only going to stay on the left, he's going to drift inside. He's going to take one of DeMarco or Dumfries with him, and that could cause trouble. Alvarez is a, he's a, he's also experienced. Like, he's a young kid, but the kid started in the World Cup final. So he's, he knows what the pressure is about. It's not like he's going to be phased by the pressure. And he could cost them because we saw today. Once those guys came on, they they're direct. They want to, they want to attack. And I think against the inter team that will sit back. It's not like against Real Madrid. I think Pep played with that front three because he was worried about a Real Madrid's transition threat. Obviously with Vinicius, that's why that's why you saw Grealish and Bernardo tracking back like dogs. Against Inter, you're not gonna have that. You could probably trust his four center backs that he has in the back to deal with any transition threat. And the best way to suffocate is with Foden and Alvarez pushing them back. I think that's something Pep should consider. But who knows? What and then, would you think of like what then bringing on Grealish to then maybe just control? Say they're two 0 up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set, sixty minutes, control the game. Yeah, set it, set up shop and end it. Mm. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'm not gonna lie. That is for, for me. If you think about the way Inter been playing and 
later on they're bringing on the likes of Lukaku and it's becoming more of a basketball game, that's when you start bringing on Foden and Alvin. No, but then that makes it more open that. for both teams. That's uh, that's not what Pep would want. He'd want to bring on his guys to shut up shop and not allow Inter to make it that Yeah, obviously we're, we're assuming then they're in the lead and then they bring on the likes of Grealish just pass it and knock it about. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Grealish today was amazing, man. I think we're seeing the old Villa Grealish here. I know the goals and assists aren't there, but he's doing exactly why everyone was raving about about him. He was at Villa. He's winning the free kicks. He's driving at players. He he's literally you can't stop him. You have to foul him, and that's a massive, mm. massive thing. If he if he plays against the likes of Dumfries and Damian on that side, I can just see him just see them picking up yellow cards early in the game. I can see him holding the ball. I can see him going down the line, and the likes of Gundogan, De Bruyne, all getting in the box, and then just can you imagine all these Inter players just packed there, you know, in the box, and then the cutbacks and and the crosses as well, even the back post to Haaland, all these little stuff. Crosses, yeah, exactly. Like I think Grealish right now is is in on form. And Bernardo today, I want to shout him out because a lot of us think even last year were saying Mares should be starting, you know, just give us a bit of Mares. He, he's got the trickery, he's got all of this. But I think we're seeing why Bernardo plays. When the big games are happening, Bernardo has to play for Guardiola and he show, he's showing it today, man. Sam, bit of a <clears throat> hot take then maybe from Michael saying, you know, Grealish might not be suited to this game. I think Grealish has come on so much since you know the, in the last six months. I think he he just finds solutions this season to any type of opposition and, and formation. I think last last year there would have definitely been a case for Foden, maybe been a bit more dynamic, maybe someone who can go more on on the outside. But Grealish has added that sort of uh, aggressive element to his game as well. I mean, he he's not afraid to go on the outside and, and try and cross it on his left foot either. Um, and just seeing balance that he causes to, causes teams. He did it a couple of times. Sort of tonight early on, he just sucks in players so well. And if they want to put that, you know, Dumfries and Damian double team on him, that's fine because he's also filling the gaps of Gundogan then running into sort of that inside channeling behind as well. Um, and you know, he also knows when to recycle it as well. He's not he's not trying to overdo it all the time. He's finding that balance where he knows when to be aggressive and direct, and he knows when he can cut it back and recycle. And then we go to the other side and, and try it again. And it might be that we just have to be patient against the Cincy team. I don't think Pep will, will mind that. I think he won't mind controlling the game for, you know, 60, 70 minutes and, and sort of just waiting and grinding down into that way. I think it's all just, I think the whole, the whole game, I think, for City is just going to be about controlling it and limiting into and really suffocating them to the point where they'll literally be back on their 60-yard box heading heading balls away and just hope something will drop because, you know, we have got a predator in there who will get on the end of stuff. He got on the end of stuff tonight. He was probably lucky that Courtois was pulling out some ridiculous mm. saves. But, you know, we're, we're happy now to put the ball in and around the box. Um, Huge difference. Yeah, yeah. We're, happy, we're happy to do that. Probably the only anomaly to that was the Brentford game, funny enough, to what you were talking about earlier in terms of, in terms of stars. But we, we played awfully that game. You know, the whole 11 was off to the World Cup the next day. You know, whether you see that as an excuse or a reason, either way, we were absolutely dreadful. And it has been the only game where we, where we properly haven't performed at home, really, and, and obviously lost. So, yeah, I'm hoping it's not a repeat of that. But, um, yeah, no, you guys are doing one talking me into, a, into now. It's now it feels like 50 50 after, after all these reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, we're, 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 we're a lot of reasons to make it even. But, I'm um, telling you. We're telling don't you. Worry, I'll still be in the office telling you as well, but not but Sonny, Sonny, coming to the two teams that have lost, I mean, AC Milan, what happens with them? Rafael Liao, 
you could tell he wasn't fully fit. You can't blame the whole. They're even struggling to get into Champions League. I know, I know, I know, I know. We, we, you know, the AC Milan team, the manager Pioli, is he, is he the man to take him forward today? Rumors of Maldini being sacked. Uh, oh wow! They're in a, they're in, yeah, yeah, they're in a state of mess, man. Um, Inter Milan, I thought, as I said, comfortably, comfortably beat them over two legs, and then obviously Real Madrid. What happens to the two finalists now? Because yeah, Milan and uh, Inter and Madrid, Inter and City go marching on, but mm. AC and Madrid. Both in a bit of well, Milan, of course, far more turmoil, but Madrid ain't looking too healthy, Brad. Hmm. This is an interesting one with Real Madrid because I know they mm. lost the league this season. Mm. I mean, what well, Atletico Madrid are, I think, two points behind them as well. Obviously, they'll make Champions League, it's not a problem, Real Madrid. But at the same rate, they have had some really big wins as well this season. So, obviously, they went to the new camp, they won 4 0 there. Not many teams have even scored a goal past Barcelona, never mind beating Barcelona. I think next season is going to be interesting. It depends on who comes into Real Madrid this summer. It sounds like your man Jude Bellingham is going to be at Real Madrid this summer. There's talks Mbappe as well. Uh, there's talks of, obviously, Alfonso Davies as well becoming a left-bank so they can transition Camavinga back into central midfield. Like you said as well, Mbappe is always you know, someone that gets spoken about. I think Real Madrid will be fine. It'll be interesting to see if Ancelotti does stay. I know, obviously, Ancelotti's come out and said he wants to stay, but Ancelotti doesn't run the club. The real mafioso is Florentino Perez, so he can easily just turn around and say, I don't want you anymore. Because uh, we, people do forget when Ancelotti won La Decima the next season, they made the semi-finals of the Champions League. Uh, I think they finished second in the league. They didn't win the Copa del Rey and Ancelotti got sacked. So, you know, there's no reason why Perez won't think to sack him again. As for Milan, like Ty mentioned, they are in a Serie A top four race. The previous weekend was huge. They lost 2-0 away to Spezia, which I couldn't believe, to be honest with you. I don't know if you guys saw the video of um, the inter uh, the AC player, sorry, speaking with mm. the fans, the ultras. Like, that's what I love about Italian football. The passion is unbelievable, it's unrivaled, but they're in a race. They're four points off Lazio right now. I mean, do I think they're going to make it? They've got Juventus in a couple of weeks' time, who, you know, say what you want about Juventus, but they look like they'll make top four as well. Mm. So, a lot they're of it lies in top four. I mean, I know Liao's talking about this new contract, etc. But if they don't make top four, I don't think any, they do. Any club's going to come in for the for the for the for the players that AC Milan have the big ones anyway. Like even a Tonali, for example, they're going to just look at him and be like, "Yeah, I love you." I love you. like what's to say Mike Minian, for example, he's been a fantastic keeper for AC Milan this season. What's to say he won't go as well? Who's been a very big part for why they've done well as well. So, listen, they're which, in a bit which of big team, Which teams are looking for keepers, like big keepers? United? United. <laughs> Michael puts United. up his hand straight away. I, mean, a Milan Chelsea, I think Chelsea will be in the market. Chelsea will be in the market yeah. for a keeper. I mean, I look, looking at that table, looking at that table, I think it's very, very fair to say, especially after the hurt and despondency of, of losing out today, or yesterday or the other day, they're not going to reach And, and let's not forget, Grizz, people also need to remember that Milan might not finish in the Champions League spots, but they could also see their another rival in terms of Italian football, Roma, win the Europa League, and they'll be in the Champions League. So you could have five of the big guns in the Champions League, and it'll only be Milan missing out. And just a quick thing as well, going back onto Inter, there's an interesting fact which I actually found out. There's only one team, since Inzaghi's been a manager at Inter, Inter Milan, only one team have actually beaten them in a knockout cup competition in terms of the knockouts. And that certain team, Grizz's uh, beloved Liverpool, it was last season. That's the only team that I've actually beaten them. And that in was, a, a, that was also a tricky game, to be fair. They didn't make it easy. Exactly. So if you think about it, over two years, they've 
I only lost one game when it comes to the knockout ties, which, listen, I'm not trying to put pressure on Samir, but listen, as a Man United, I'm trying to believe and trying to think. <laughs> we're, trying to put some, we're trying to put some doubt in Sam's head. Oh, Sam's <laughs> already got doubts. Ties in there. Ties in the other ear saying, you got this. This is going to be on. <laughs> and then you got Sani saying, well, you know, Inter, you know. <laughs> They, 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 they don't you usually get beaten, you know, in Sane style. I'm doing an impression of both of them. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. it's really and then there's Sam in the middle saying, oh, what are you like doing to me? What are you like doing to me? Stop dragging me all over the place like the Real Madrid midfielders today, man. Uh, could, I, could I just throw one in there? Just, I know we're not doing domestic tour, but obviously the treble is going to be part of what Sam and, and the guys are looking to do. Do you guys see City, and this is for the non-United fans, so obviously Grizz, Bilal and um, Grizz and Bilal, to be honest. Um, but do you see Inter as being a more tricky game for City or do you think United in the FA Cup final? Oh, what a question. Oh, what a question. You the hostess with the mostest, really. Uh. <laughs> Bilal, you give your waffle yeah, answer, then I'll tough. give a proper answer. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I'll give my waffle answer. <laughs> you know what it is? I think, I think Pep might rotate in that. Cup final. I think he might play Mario. No, no, he won't. No, hey, shy. He does. Yeah, like, hey, right. That's what I told you. Go to Bilal first. Give the yeah, waffle. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm think mad. mad. Bro, they have it's a week's rest. There's a week gap between the league ending, FA Cup, and a week before the Champions League. Bro, there's no way he's letting his neighbours win an FA Cup on his head. There's no shot he'll ever allow that. Alvarez and Morris is a week Now, come on. He could do the treble here. Rotate. Come on, man. If I was him... If, if I was, I was him, him. I, if I was him, I'd play Mahrez and Alvarez against Man United in that. Cup I hope he does. And then, I pray he does. You know, I think. I think. Just really, rethink, Bilal. Really rethink. Yeah, really. Take, take a second, honest. now, my brother. Yeah, yeah. What's take your honest now. answer, Bilal? What? What? If they play full strength? Okay. What's the hardest team? Eight, like, just... Ten hard yeah. is weird, man. Is Rashford fit? <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, he's back in training. He's training back in training. The thing is, the Man Martial, Martial. Listen, even when you guys got smacked, he scored two goals. I'm going to get that guy out of my lineup, man, please. I'm going to do a poll. I'm going to do a poll. Yeah, you know what? I think it's tough. I think I think Inter, I think Inter's a harder game just because different uh, country. You're going to Istanbul, different stadium, Champions League final. It's definitely the harder game. But that Man United game still is a hard game. But I think the Inter game with the... And the way they're set up as well, the cup run that they're on, I think that is a harder game. It's a hard hard question to ask the United lads. But obviously, put your United... Hats away because we're trying to make a neutral yeah. show of this. But Sonny, how do you see those two games? And which one is the, which one would you say if it would be the harder game? We'll obviously get the uh, Sam mm. answer at the end. For you, for me personally, um, I think the Inter Milan game will be a harder game. Uh, speaking objectively, I mean, I was at the FA Cup final on the weekend. Unfortunately, we saw the women lose, but um, I just think the way Man City are playing, Stay the away way from we- the men's game, then. The way we, yeah, exactly. The way we're playing as well. Yes, we're we're getting wins, but we're not playing well. Yes, in the final, anything can happen. It's a derby, it's a rivalry. I get all that sort of stuff, but I just think Inter Milan, they're better equipped, I think, to beat Manchester City as opposed to us. But listen, anything can happen. Anything quick can quick happen. question, quick question, just for the Man United fans: Are you guys worried? It could be like remember that Man City was it Watford final? Was like, no, 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 relax. Are you guys <laughs> relax, bro. <laughs> Bro, you got you held seven. We're not holding six. We're not holding six. We're not holding six. I'm not confident, but I'm not that I'm not that. But can I can I can I build you guys up a little bit in terms of we spoke about Inter's transition or lack of transition pace and intensity? 
but we spoke about Inter's ruggedness at the back. Are we assuming, because oh, I don't know, you guys will know more, Martinez is definitely Aye, out for the rest of the season. Out. Yeah. Mar- Varane's Varane, back, though. That's, that's the back, yeah. So it will likely be Varane and Lindelof. Maguire or Lindelof. 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 Varane and Lindelof. I, I actually I disagree. I think it's going to be sure. Varane and Luke Shaw. I think I really don't want to see Tyrone Malassia. He played around and Luke Shaw at Old Trafford, and we beat <laughs> he him. He did, he did, he did, he did. And, Luke, Shaw, and Luke Shaw's six foot one, and he's quick as well. I, I play Luke Shaw. Yeah, and, I, and I'm also going to answer my own question when I'm talking. I think mm. Man United is a harder game, and I'm taking. Right. I'm not even being biased. I just, right. I just think that in terms of what you need to hurt City, we have more of that, and I think that Linter, in our can def- in are better in terms of the defensive shape than us, but I feel like if I had to pick one of the two, I think that our attack in terms of the transition on the pace is better than what Inter's defense is over our defense. I think, yeah, our defense this is, is, yeah. I was literally gonna say it, and then AB mm. just said it for me. The only problem for me <laughs> in your team, in your game, if you're gonna put Shaw at center back, which I think Shaw has been very good apart from that handball, which was a madness, right? Mm. If you're gonna put Shaw at center back, who, as I said, has been great. Then you're gonna obviously play unless there's someone else. No, I could play Dalo. Switch. You might play Dalo there. Unless you put yeah, Dalo there. there, yeah. Unless you put and, Dalo um, there and bring in Aaron Van Bissaka to lock up Grealish yeah. on the other side, Malassia is gonna cause you lot problems. I don't trust him on that Wembley pitch. No, that pitch yeah. is way too big. Don't, don't, don't forget Griggs. Don't forget Griggs and just throwing it in there. When we played him at Old Trafford, he even done that thing of putting Fred Man marking De Bruyne, and it worked. Sensational for forty-five minutes. I'm not saying he might, he might not do it again. He might do it again because it did work really well. Marshall in the press in the middle, shutting down Roger getting the ball. Varane manhandling, and it was Bruno Fernandez. We're building it up. We're building it up. I mean, not to be fair. We have the transition on the right. It was Bruno Fernandez on the right over Anthony. I'm not doing that. To be fair, I'd go with. But yeah, I'd start Rashford at striker in that game. Personally, I'm sorry, Rashford at striker. I ain't trying to see Anthony Marshall on that pitch. No offense, no offense to him. I ain't trying to see him. I think Garnacho has a big part to play because he's back as well. That yeah. that pitch is big and he's mm. quick. And I've seen him spawn. He spawned Ake. He could spin Akanji, for example. If it's Garnacho versus Akanji, I'm taking my youngster. I think he could. I, and I think Rashford will cause him trouble. Look at us, Chris, now that we're all believing. Akanji's yeah, yeah, yeah. not slow, you know. I've seen Akanji. This guy is running too much. No, ah, yo, Gar- yo Garnacho got that dog in him, though. Yo, he, he don't want but that smoke, gonna- man. We're going to come to Sam now because we left Sam obviously to last because he's the one who's going to face both teams, right? And we spoke about Inter and you already know about United. Which one is going to be the hardest game for you then? Yeah, literally it came to me last because I was still thinking about it for the last, last few minutes. Yeah, I didn't ask you at work, um, Sam. I knew I was going to ask you on here. Yeah, saved. thinking it. <laughs> yeah, I probably would say United still. I probably would say United. I do think they've just oh. added threat of, of mainly mainly Rashford to be honest, I don't think Inter mm. got anybody in that you know in their in their team really with that sort of pace and goals. Um, and and I, do, I do think it's just playing a derby game at Wembley is just it does add a different element. I know in Champions League final as well, but in terms of dynamics, they're going to be two very different types of games. One being a Champions League final abroad, one being oh a, oh domestic. hold on, is that true? No, he's not. No, he's, he's not Ten Hag said not to him. You yeah, said, you ain't going anywhere. Okay. Yes, you're staying. And Rashid is back. Obviously, your comments are asking. He is back, so he's training today. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Sam. So yeah, it's you okay. still think it's going to be the? I think yeah. I just think Rashford and, and Fernandez have that uh, added added quality. Really, um, I suppose the element is just you know off the 
off the ball, um, how United deal with that, because you know, obviously they got the result at Old Trafford just about. Um, but I feel like we still controlled large parts of that game. Um, and I think I think the likes of Rodri and Bernardo, Gundogan, Rodri especially had a decent game at Old Trafford. Um, he, he outshone Casemiro in that game, especially. And I think he's going to have to do the same again when we play him at, play him at Wembley. And I think, yeah, I just think United do have a more of an unpredictable element to them going forward. Maybe I haven't watched into enough. Maybe they are mm. equally, uh, equally chaotic at times. But yeah, just the pace down the middle. Maybe that Inter haven't haven't got is where is where kind of it comes into it. I'm gonna because neither team can wrap up like Bill was suggesting they're gonna rotate. Can you guys afford to rotate and rest? No, I'm not see United. Why would we stress? Why would we stress? Right. Because you're, because you're. Well, to be fair, though, I don't want to mention. I know you're trying to go with this, but we can have it wrapped up by next Thursday. You can. Uh, You're saying against Fulham, park it up. Yeah. If we wrap it up by Thursday, obviously, I don't like rotating before Cup Finals, though, because we did it against Villarreal. Because a few, okay, not a lot, but a few of your players look like they're. They're tired. They're tired. Casemiro Mm. looks out. He ain't playing that national. Rusty Casemiro is scary, though. I don't know. Yeah. Casemiro is actually the one that looks tired, but he needs rhythm. Well, this guy, Rusty, is the worst player I've ever seen in my life. You don't don't, He's drunk. Ericsson Ericsson needs to be not playing. No, 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 no. Ericsson cannot play in that cup final. If if Ericsson plays in that cup final, I'm changing my prediction. Man City are whitewashing us. They'll get run over. Wow. I don't. That guy in a cup final against that Man City press, those legs, he's going to. Bernardo Silva will eat him alive. I ain't having that well, guy. I'm if, putting Fred. If, if 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 Modric and Cruz are anything to go by, Griggs has got a point. Because look mm. how they ran over. And Modric, is, and, Modric. and Modric has an engine more than Ericsson, for example. Even though he's like five years older than him. Sane, question for you. Oh. Yeah, good man. You picked the right person. We need to ask this for Sam as well because I remember that I saw that um, clip on the Twitter or something of these Man City fans being asked like, "Would you lose oh, yeah, the Champions yeah, yeah, League yeah, yeah. final?" Yeah, yeah. I say easy answer. The Cup. No, so they all said they'll win the FA Cup against Man United. They said bond the Champions League on that video. So I don't know what Sam feels, but we'll ask him later. Sam, what are you saying about this one? Mm, it's a million dollar question. Trophy. Is it? This is really easy for me. Come on. I'd why are you? Why are you? Because the thing is, the thing is, the treble, right? Regardless of whether we like to admit it or not, the treble is the holy grail of of whenever. Any, any debate starts on what's the best team in England, what's the best achievement, it's always the treble. It's always the treble. It's the only thing that yeah, ever you hold on to gets it, spoken fans, about. Yeah. Right? It's the biggest mm. thing ever. It's like, for example, if Arsenal, someone else went invincible, Arsenal, with all due respect, Bilal, would be irrelevant when it comes to a conversation. Look at it, Sane. big achievement. A year, a year to this point, we were all thinking about Liverpool doing a quadruple and how did we feel? Exactly. Mm. Right? Mm. Exactly. And this is the thing. At the end of the day, if Man City win the... Because I think Man City winning the Champions League is inevitable. If they don't win it, this, they will still win it at some point. It's irrelevant. But a treble, they don't come that often, if we're being honest. So, for me personally... Yeah, but in the in the question, they're not doing the treble regardless. Because if we beat them in the FA Cup, then they have no treble. They don't have a treble, but we don't make Champions League. For me personally, trophies are trophies. Oh, we don't make Champions League. Yeah, oh. we don't make Champions League. And obviously, that's a big thing for us. Because if we win the I've FA that Cup question, and don't no. make Champions League, then next season... Realistic, we're going to be back in the Europa League. It's going to be another year behind where we're. Griggs, it was an easy question. My no, 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 no. Put that question back up. Put that question back up. 
It's a hard question. It's a hard. He says yeah, beat them in. No, I mean, I mean win I mean, FA and City. Then they don't, don't have don't a treble. Griggs, 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 you know what you did. I read it right then. I read it right then. If we win the FA Cup and win the Champions League, I'm not bothered by that because, like I said, it's inevitable Manchester City. Yeah, Kevin, that's a then that's a that's a yeah, Kevin, that's a that's a waste man question then. No UCL part chicken. No disrespect. We need UCL. You obviously you'll pick to win the trophy. Well, is anyone disagreeing with that? Unless you're Tottenham or something. That's like a Tottenham mentality. Surely you're not disagreeing with that, are you? No, no, no. I want Man United to win trophies wherever they come. So I'm focused on my cup winning. Let them win the Champions League. That's fine. We still get a we get a domestic double out of it. It's fine. I'd rather win the FA Cup. That treble cannot happen. Like with all due respect to Sam, amazing team. Amazing achievement, but the treble is the biggest thing in so, English football. Sorry, it's just a shame because I'll be honest with you. Like, I feel like everyone here, apart from Sam, would just say if I had to pick a percentage, hundred not to hundred, being realistic, I think ninety percent of the treble's in the bag. Like, I, I really do. Mm. Yeah, I know. I and this is this is why my biggest gripe with a lot of Man United fans, who especially from down south, they keep kept saying, "Oh, I'm so happy Arsenal will bottle the league." I was like, "You guys don't know what what's at stake here," because the treble, like I keep saying it, is the biggest thing in English football and. The fact that Manchester City are about to emulate it, then serious conversations are going to be had about what's the best team in, in English football history. And Manchester City's team is going to definitely be in that conversation as far as I'm concerned. Villal, you Absolutely. have been summoned to court. <laughs> I'm present, judge. What yeah, is the I'm, charges? I'm gonna, yeah, the these judge. are the charges. I saw something on Twitter about Villal telling Liverpool fans <laughs> can't come with Chester Arsenal in his league football. Explain yeah, listen... Self. I have too many Liverpool fans in my mentions. You guys were <laughs> celebrating way too much when Brighton did us the other night. Man, honestly, of all, I thought Man United fans were going to come for me. Which I saw them enjoying, but it's Man United fans. You know, they're just but Liverpool fans. I felt betrayed, man. And and I saw too many celebrating. I agree. And Grizz already turned on me a couple months ago. He said he wants Man City to win. So I've, listen, I've actually got an interesting question as well for the panel as well. So say if Manchester City win this treble. Where do you think that puts them as a club? I mean, maybe Sam can answer this one first. But where do you put? Where do you see them in terms of a club of a stature and size compared to like a Chelsea and Arsenal? Once, let's say they've done the treble, for example, three in a row in terms of league titles. I think they'd be the third biggest club in England. Wow, Sam, what do you reckon? I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to say actually, in terms of as a City fan, because I just kind of view it from from the inside. You know, not if once you win the treble, in terms of my perspective of the club, won't change it's more over people from the outside over fans etc globally that the, the perception will change after that um so yeah it's kind of a difficult one for me to answer because i'll just you know obviously be absolutely incredible and you know, I'll, I'll, you know the season will come around next year and i'll just be going to games again um you know with my dad like i always have so yeah it won't really actually change much for many city fans themselves other than you know being able to come on Shows like this and say, yeah, we've got the best team ever in England. So, um, we'll put uh, put it put it in there in the conversation. Um, anyway, but yeah, but then someone else will find another, you know, another caveat. We'll have Liverpool fans saying, now we've got to win five or six. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, yes. It will never stop. It will never you, stop. You, you win one. You, yeah, <laughs> you better believe we're still going to say what well, you need. I think no, Messi, you're going to have something that like the Chelsea and Arsenal never haven't had like, in That's a modern the thing, era, especially. Yeah. They haven't Ooh. dominated an era. Like Liverpool dominated their era, right? In the 80s and stuff. Man United dominated like the two decades. And now Man City have dominated pretty much a whole decade. Mm-hmm. Arsenal haven't done that. Chelsea have never done that. They've gotten their trophies like the issue is the only issue is but they haven't dominated football in England. Liverpool have done it, May United have done it, and now Man City. Oh, no, that's listen, that's true. But the only thing I would say, the only problem, literally, and I feel sorry for Man City fans, the ones that don't care 
fair enough. Like, enjoy your club. You don't have anything to do with it. But then they, it is a like Man City are never going to be bigger than Liverpool, Man United, Arsenal. Like, it's it's one of those ones where Won't Man City, know, the way it's been constructed, if they continue bro. to win, yeah. If they if they win another decade of trophies and non-stop, if they win mm-hmm. eight out of the next ten Premier Leagues, and Three another three Champions League. And also with Arsenal, 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 Ar- Arsenal, just synonymous with being the culture club of England. That's their that's their bag. It's not nothing to do with winning. You you don't you don't no, symbolize. I've got the most FA Cup. I know, got, but what are they? They're known for their culture, right? Thierry Henry, the aura, like the, just a fun football. Listen, I mean, I'm, some people. Yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, the culture club, yeah, hundred percent. But the thing is, the streets club. The point is, dinner. The point is with Man City. And it's going to be like that even with Newcastle. The way it's happened is the reason why even... Why why does everyone why is everyone happy when Man City wins the league and, and not Arsenal and not Liverpool and not Man United? Well, why why is that? You know, but there's a reason for that because Man City yeah. at the end of the day still haven't got that, and they might, and no, they probably will never get that. And, and it's, that's, just, that's it's, just, it's just how I see now when you go to like... My nephews, I've got loads of nephews, right? You go to watch them on football training, you've got some little kids obviously wearing like a Harlem 9 kit and stuff like that. Yeah. The truth is, it's just a generational thing. It's simple as that. So when we're older, or me and Grizz are older, and you know, we're watching games in, in 2077, say for example, by then, the next generation of kids have grown up on City being the best and stuff like that. It's just how football just evolutionizes yeah. or revolutionizes, should I say, and changes. Yeah. But at the moment, it's just a generational thing. Like Sam is probably one of the... The youngest but very realistic supporters. I know we supported him since he was obviously since he ever started supporting football. But you know, you're getting them ten year olds or thirteen year olds, and that's starting to get into it now. And I just think it's a generational thing. But they will yeah, get just, there eventually. But of course, it's it's Liverpool and Man United. To yeah, be fair, listen. Sorry, I want to think. I don't <laughs> actually think they kept the good thing about Man City and what I love. Dap says it to me a lot. Sam has never said it to me either. Um, they don't care about. Being the biggest club or being up there with Man United. If, if Man City are winning trophies every year, they don't care about being the biggest club. I'd, I'd rather be, if I supported Man United and we weren't the biggest club, but we were winning trophies all the time, I'm cool. Why does it matter about being the biggest? You it, it, doesn't, it doesn't at the moment, and this is my answer to the people that say that to me, and we have kind of these kind of debates. It doesn't at the moment because they're a relatively new club. What I mean, what I mean by that is mm. a new club in the big time. Yeah. And with Coming into the big time comes great responsibility, comes great aura about you. You have to have more than just trophies, you know, and they will eventually. Their owners are very, what's the word, full of pride about their about their club. Mm. And they will want to be the biggest club in the world, as well as the most successful. I get it from the fans' point of view. Pile up the trophies. I can't give a shit what you say about me. I don't give a shit about what you say. I don't care a shit what you say. I don't care what you say. I just want trophies, trophies, trophies. But then the owners, the culture takes over. After well, the more you win, you have to be, become more than winners. You have to sell the most shirts. You have to have the biggest stadium. You have to have the most backing, the most possible. Everything comes with the package, I think. And that's what's eventually going to happen. Um, who took that question off, man? I want to take that, bring that question up, please, back up, man. I've got a feeling it was Sani. That's my friend Tom Izzy's question, man. He said, I can't remember now. He goes, uh, Seville versus, uh, because obviously Eurostars, it's not solely about Champions League. We're going to end it with, uh, he wants to know, can Salam, good morning, big up Tom Izzy all the way from uh, Brunei. Brunei. He came to see me actually, so big himself oh, wow. up. Big yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we linked up. We had a we had a Costa. You know what I mean? I treat him to a Costa. Uh, 
You know, I mean, all the way from Brunei, and I treated him Costa. Yeah, slap me, man, slap me. But no, no, he wasn't hungry. Uh, now, nah, Starbucks. Now, nah, that's another question for another day. Starbucks is finished. Finished. Really? Don't yeah, yeah. St- Starbucks is the worst. <laughs> What's gone up in my estimation and rivals Costa now is Greg's. Not Greg's. What about Pret? What about Pret? No, Greg's. Greg's is oh, up yeah. their levels. Yo, they're doing an <clears throat> omelette roll in the morning. <laughs> You know, no, Greg's elite. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Elite. Yeah, Greg's even the Greg's. Good price. It's like, top. Was easy. Greg's in London. Yeah. When was that Greg's in London? Like, oh, bro, man. See, that's what I'm saying. This is like a thing for you. And you're up in the Midlands, right? So you don't know about these things, man. You're a bit ten years behind us, actually. <laughs> in terms of, oh man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You we need got the to. HST, yeah. What you on about? You need to get with the times, like man. You, yeah. you people in the Wolverhampton area and shit, man. Get out of it, man. Get into the big, no big you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he says, Salam and good morning, Grizz and panel. Mourinho against Seville. Anyone below has has Mourinho got anything? This is that's a that's a quite a matchup, though. You know, this the the legacy and the heritage of Seville versus Mourinho. Yeah, if obviously it has to go through, you know, Roma. And uh, Sevilla, yeah. Sevilla looking good against uh, Juve right now. Roma, is it one 0 right against Leverkusen? Yeah. So, listen, that'll be a great final. To be honest, the heritage of Sevilla in the Europa League, and it's crazy how they're performing. Well, it's not. Is it crazy how they're performing? It's just mad how like certain clubs just have an affinity with the competition. The way Sevilla have been in La Liga all season to so what done they're doing recently, now. Bilal, since they changed the manager. Yeah, league. fair enough. Fair enough. But the the still the form, man, in the in the Europa League is it's insane. So it was last year they got knocked out by West Ham. You know, that was disappointing for them. On paper, they still had a better team than West Ham, should have got knocked out. But yeah, listen, Roma, if Mourinho does this, I've seen some people saying it, is this his best achievement? Like not best achievement ever, but in recent years, man, I think this will be such a great moment for I him. think it will be guys. I don't know what you guys year. think. I think it will be. be amazing. Porto, Porto Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I think Porto that. and Inter were better. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. I think Inter's were actually actually I think Inter was the biggest. Inter treble, yeah. That was yeah. top. That was, but yeah. but this is is Real Madrid though. Severe playing Juventus, but Pogba went off injured again on Sunday and it's just gotten because I thought he could be the difference for Juve in this second leg. They've missed a spark. Yeah, you got, come on, stop this Pogba chase. No, 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 no. He got the assist. Seriously. He got the assist for the game time goal. Yeah, like, Are you seriously you. bigging up a, a well, assist that well, Wekos could have done? Wait, yeah, like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. He ain't do nothing. Wekos ain't do nothing. Get that red hat off. Judge his ability. Not that red. Not the red mystery. That's fine. But you lot are bigging up an assist like he just put it back. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying. Oh, he got this. Is Greg's this? Is like all that assist? No, but it's the game changing. Like even even if it was like Harry Maguire could have got that assist. Oh, he can't. Harry Maguire ain't got that. Locatelli, okay, Locatelli, Locatelli, Rabio, and Fagioli, whoever they're playing at the moment. Let's be honest, they're not having that. They haven't got that Stardust quality or that Stardust pass. That's the that's the midfield that's gone back into the mix though. That's the midfield that's gone back into the mix, Juve. They started winning games. Now they're back on a roll. They're playing the old Juve style. But you need a need bit more when you change. want to win a European trump ch- championship. Not, not obviously not Champions League, but a European trophy. But this is getting to the top four of Serie A, which is not a great league at the moment. Let's be honest. Mm. Proper, I'm just saying, adds a different profile. Adds of a bit course of he does. Their midfield. And I think in the second leg, they're going to miss that because he started on the weekend to get minutes to start on Thursday. And, and look, he's gone, out, he's gone out again. Vlahovic needs to rise as well, man. He's he's catching a lot. No, I, 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 I'm so glad that guy's not coming to this club. I've said to people for ages, <laughs> I did not want this guy. Oh. I know Griggs likes him, but hey, I never. I don't. He was never my top target, top three target. For yeah, me. I just, I just, 
Nah, he links with you guys, Bilal. I'm not that, I'm not hot on him, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. When you're playing for Juve, I don't know how to judge players, to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, yes, I, so when I he mean, plays, I he looks good, good, but he's quality. We know Kuyas is top. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Pogba, he, oh, such a good talent, man. I feel like all those years, I loved him, you know. Even if he was at Man United, I was just like, why is he at Man United, man? That, that guy should be at Arsenal. Let's, let's end the stream. Let's end the stream. We've done. We, I think we know about the Champions League, and we'll address it. Mm. Let's let's uh, end the stream with a prediction for the how we can think this, the the Europa League final is going to end up. Like which two teams are getting through? So Roma are winning one nil. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're going away to Leverkusen. Yeah. Right, but they're away to Leverkusen. Xabi Alonso's Leverkusen. So you guys know where I'm on that one. And in the other tie, one one one. Going back to Sevilla, Sevilla man. So what are you saying, Sevilla, Bill, I'll go with Sevilla, you first. Sevilla, listen, I think uh, you know what, Leverkusen, man, they're actually a really fun team to watch. Yeah, uh, their tie against Monaco earlier on this season was so so good. Like it was, where it's all of these players, like they're so just a fun team. But I think Roma are just gonna scum their way to, <laughs> to way, yeah, just scum their way to the final. Mourinho's not gonna, he's not gonna let this one slip. And, and yeah, I think, and I think, yeah, Sevilla are gonna win. I think. Sevilla are going to win at home. I think it's too... The atmosphere is going to be so on top of Juve. They believe that they're going to win under the lights, man, at the Ramon Sanchez-Pijuan. So, yeah, I think Roma-Sevilla, great final. And when it gets to that final, to be honest, I'm not sure which way... No, no, we won't predict that yet. Obviously, we'll do Eurostars after that. Sane? Uh, I think uh, Roma win that game 1-0. And I agree with Bilal. I think Sevilla go through. I think that's going to be 2-0 and it'll be a Roma-Sevilla final. In Budapest. Lovely city. Briggs. I got Roma winning as well. I don't think I think Mourinho's gonna stink up the joint tomorrow and they're gonna find it so hard to score against him. We saw him do it against I think it was it Fanu or something that he did against a previous like or Sociedad. The final was, last year. Sociedad, yeah, that was funny. the one that he did later. I, I actually yeah. actually think you are going through. I think them scoring that last minute goal to make it one one kind of gives them like a little bit more belief. Kind of little momentum. Remember what Sevilla did against us? They scored those two late goals. Um, they had that momentum going. I think Juve have it. And they have enough par- players that are used to the big occasion. Like Di Maria, he knows how to win and stuff like that. So I'm backing Juve. I think it's going to be all Italian affair in the final. That's going to be a nasty game. So nasty. I remember watching that. Try what are you saying? I'm going to just go Roma, Leverkusen 1-0. Roma go through. And then I'm going to go Sevilla 1-0 home win. Sam? I'm going to get all Italian fun as well. I'm going opposite of all of you. He's going to say Leverkusen. All of you. And I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now it's going to happen. And you're going to say, oh, shit. I hope it does. Old man's right again. Old man's right again. We need to put some respect on his name. (laughs) You're going to have to put some respect on my name. When Zabi Alonso Alonso does his thing on Mourinho, this is going to be it. The start of Zambi Alonso's new manager. No guess as to who Gris supports then. <laughs> you know Rav! what? That's a That's final we'll want to watch. Like we'll be interested, like as a neutrals, just to sit down and watch Leverkusen Sevilla. But Juve will end the Seville. Like you know how um, City ended the dynasty. Dynasty, the the heritage, the aura of Madrid in the Champions League. Tomorrow is it tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Juve, the old lady. is De Maria fit, guys. Hey, he Anyone be. know? Thing is, Juve are okay. bozos in Europe as well, man. Juve like Leverkusen final, and then obviously we, when it gets closer to the game, we'll we'll discuss it yeah. and see their form and whatnot, guys. 
And just quickly, conference conference league. Hopefully, oh, I hope, and, and you know what? I hope West Ham make the Conference League final. I know it goes under the radar. Nah. No, 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 no. We need oh, Dead Christ. Dead Christ. Thank that game. Score you know goal. what's funny? My father-in-law's going. He's like, my father-in-law's going. He's going at oh, seven o'clock in the why. morning. That's why you're mm. beginning all the way to alphabet. You got to. You got to pick it up. I'll tell you what, the other game's interesting though, because I mean Fiorentina in the Coppa Italia final now. I don't know if you guys know, but Basel, they lost 6-1 on the weekend. Yeah, so There's a reason why they lost, right? Because their focus is on here, bro. They're, they're, like, they're but the... losing 6-1 is like a big... <laughs> haven't they got, haven't, but they've got it wrapped, isn't it? But who, Basel? They don't win the league anymore. They oh, don't win shit. the league. They're sixth. They're sixth in the league. They just lost... They lost 6-1 to seventh. So it's not even like they faced top yeah, but of they the team. Yeah, but they must have just... You know what I mean? Yeah, they've thrown all their eggs on this. They have, but what I'm saying is like, that's still like... A big result, losing six one, regardless of nah. if you're putting all your Mohamed Salah's Mohamed Salah's first team. I've got vested interest in there. I well. hope Fiorentina. So made it. He, he played for both, by the way. He played for Fiorentina too. Don't forget oh, that. Of course. Onani, Onani, Bazart. I mean, I, I don't know. You guys may may have seen him, but well. does Batistuta used to play for Fiorentina? He was a great striker, yeah. wasn't he? Oh, my dad loved him. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Maybe he resurrect Fiorentina. I don't want West Ham. I can't stand Moyes, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I hate Moyes. But, but... Yeah, yeah, I hate. And West Ham, oh. horrible club. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. I grew up in the ends, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I didn't know they hated me, man. These uh, West Ham fans, man. I thought Everyone we hates cool. you, bro. The way you've been getting on this season, a little bit of glory has got to your head. Big bro, you tweet with gifts every single tweet, bro. You tweet like a declaration <laughs> or Arteta gift. Bro. They, they, they got they tired no, no. of you. West Ham fans like Tottenham people, and Chelsea. People, that's first people, and you lot all need to follow Bilal right now. Because Bilal's, Bilal's account, Bilal's Twitter account. He did it today again. I tweeted, uh, who's stopping Man City in the Champions League next year? And this guy posted an Arteta gift right under my, my tweet. Wembley 2024. Guys, clip this up. Arsenal will be in the Champions League final next season. Clip it up now. I will be there. Get out of the group because I think the last how many campaigns you ain't got out of the group, right? So yeah, you're behind Man City in the in the heritage of Champions League. So please, actually, you are. Oh shit, you are. I looked at Wenger's record. Yeah, behind Spurs, they, they reached the final. He's behind Spurs. Spurs reached the final more recently than Arsenal. Yeah, 2018. Ours is 06. But you know, I looked at Wenger's records like 177. Um, games for Arsenal in the Champions League, zero trophies, man. You know, like, just... final, just one final. All these games, all these wins away from home against Real Madrid, but no trophy. Like, he walks a posh can run. It's okay. Yeah, but like, I feel for you, man. All the big boys, Arsenal, Liverpool. I mean, Man United, Liverpool, not gonna come stronger next year. You know, gotta rise up again, boy. If Man City win this as well, mm. then Arsenal fans are gonna get trolled all for the summer. Because if Man City at the Champions League as well, that means Chelsea have won it, United have won it, Liverpool. Oh, I've seen. Won oh, it. oh, you think that's bad? I think I've seen Arsenal fans want City to win the treble. They're like, let's let, yeah, let's yeah. City win all. Yo, they're little groupies for City. That's why I think. They're <laughs> like, as long as Man United fans are crying, I'm, I'm leaving saying? with something. I'm you know, so the something. thing is, obviously, <laughs> now you none of you lot had the thing to ask me the main question, but we'll discuss it another time when it gets closer to the time. Like, do I want Man United to win the FA Cup? Ooh. Which means oh. the City don't win the treble? Do you know what I mean? Or Your biggest rivals are us, so I'm surprised if you pick us deep down. Yeah, same here. But we'll save it. I'll be supporting City for like I don't want Do I really want I don't think that's something Liverpool really haven't done yet. Triple? That's something Liverpool haven't done yet. That's a no, no I'm with Ty. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he can't see us winning something. I can't, I can't. Mm. No, no, no. But yeah, let's see win. Again, it's gonna be I'm sorry, Sam. Who cares? 
This is the issue with City, man. This is why they're 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 gonna win everything. They're gonna keep on winning because he gets so wound up. He starts swearing and handling. Starts sending me voice. I just listen. Do what you want. Who cares, man? Stop phoning me. Who cares about you? But listen, guys, it's been wonderful. It's been amazing. I really enjoyed today's chat. Yeah, man. Roll on Champions League final. Inter mm. Milan versus Man City. Shit, mm. man. This could be history in the making. Ain't looking good, Brad. This has been Eurostars. Take care. <laughs>